guys. Happy New Year. Welcome to Mare Studies. I'm Jill. And I'm Lucas. And I owe everyone an apology. It's your fault, really. What is? That we didn't have an episode last week. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought no one would notice, but we got a few DMs. Oh, did you? No, it's actually not my fault. It's partially your fault because I sent you a text that was like, hey, what song are we doing? Whatever, like getting the conversation going. Right. And then we both went on with the time vortex, as you call it, between mm-hmm. Christmas and New Year's. And, like, you never said anything, and then I forgot, and then you forgot, and you're like, hey, want to record tonight? And I was, like, way too much in vacation mode, and we did have a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And so I said, no one will notice if we don't do one, because it's a holiday, and people notice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not like me. And I'm like, well, Monday I'll post. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And then Tuesday or Wednesdays when the DMs started coming, I'm like, oh, my bad, we're not having one this week, guys. (laughs) I was waiting for the Monday post of, like, you know, we're on vacation, we just decided to take vacation and be on vacation. I I was so on vacation, that would be too much for me. And the best part was, I, I mean, not best part, it's sad, but a couple days before that mm-hmm. had announced that my other podcast, Apartment 4D, was ending. Yeah, and very And so, like, sad to news. people who do both, they're like, oh, what's happening? You? Oh, <laughs> you just went radio silent on them. <laughs> I did. I'm really sorry. I confused everybody. This podcast isn't over. My other one is. And it was a really hard decision. And then um, someone DM'd me a screenshot that Netflix is dropping New Girl in April. Mm. That's how we watch it. Right. So regardless. It would have been really It would have been ending. Yeah, I was going to buy three sets of the DVDs for everybody. I mean, maybe it's going to go to Hulu. I think it's on Disney Plus, but the two people I do the podcast with like don't have subscriptions. They uh, weren't really interested in it. It didn't make enough money to be right to be throwing subscriptions around willy nilly. People, yeah, William Nilliam. I already actually pay the Netflix one for my sister. It was a present I gave her a long time ago, and Aww. then I realized you got to keep paying it. Yeah, like well, I can never take it away. I did that too. I did that for my parents, <laughs> but I was like, this is just for three months. <laughs> You get three months if you like it, you know. You well, can... I gave it to Heather because, I gave it to my sister because of New Girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you have to watch this show. You just have to watch it for this and this. It's so funny. And then she's like, oh my God, having Netflix is amazing. I'm like, yeah, obviously. Um, so I gave her a TV because I, I won some money. Mm-hmm. I gave her a TV and I said, I'll pay for this. And I don't know if I capped it at a year or what happened, but we started the podcast. So I got locked in. Mm. And that's like three years ago. So I feel like, yeah, it's going to be harsh to be like, mm, I can save like $7 a month if I cancel you. There you go. <laughs> go for it. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode. So when I did it, it was back in the day when Netflix was just DVDs. Oh, you're old school? Are you grandfathered in at like a good price? No, no. I have the same rate as everybody else. Lame. Um, But so I was like just trying to get them. It was brand new idea that you could get DVDs in the mail. So it's just trying to get them to it. It was exciting. Yeah. And they didn't stick with it. So then... But then I got my dad Disney Plus for a year. That was oh, that's Christmas, nice. So. Yeah, I don't really. You know, I feel like this has been. A, we're gonna start the podcast now. <laughs> no, right, let's do it. I was gonna talk more about how I feel about Disney Plus, but hey, guys. So per your request, yes, we are. This not, is an emergency podcast that we waited two weeks to do. We are off script. <laughs> well, I have notes. Yeah, but like the usual rotation of songs. Yeah, like, a this new is format. A, this is a first for us over here at Mayor Studies. And I wonder if it's a first for people in the world because we're doing a podcast about a podcast episode. So do people meta. do that? We're doing it's very meta. We're doing a podcast about a podcast mm-hmm. that had a guy who was a musician and a girl who was a podcast host. <gasps> I didn't even catch that. Yep. If I was the blonde and you were the brunette, right? Then it would be like the exact same. My favorite. Okay, hold on. We're doing a podcast about John Mayer appearing on the Call Her Daddy podcast with Alex Cooper. Yes. Is her name I learned a couple minutes ago. Yes. Um, And we're doing it because you guys asked for it. 
leading up to it mm-hmm. people were like oh you should do a podcast on the podcast and i was like eh, that's weird and then i listened slash i actually watched the podcast you only listened to i've it, listened right? to it yes and i was all oh no there's a lot to unpack here especially because he referenced things about songs we've talked about mm-hmm. or referenced or gonna talk about in the future and so that's why we that's why i felt strongly about doing it and he played a number of songs as well so there was a song <sighs> musical component to it so it gives us new variations of these songs new versions like, of these songs to talk about i can barely i'm trying to be an active listener but i mm-hmm. want to say how i feel about him singing the song so bad say it no it we have to there. go in order no we don't no i have to i made my notes are in okay, order. okay. <laughs> literally like, we do who, who there's no like <laughs> podcast rules person standing us like you must do it like this we don't have a producer behind the glass over there I, like, okay i'll say that us. this is the part that cracks me up about it most it's mm-hmm. like i'm always like we have to have john maron we have to have john maron if you guys could see how my son is quarantined in a room so he could watch television mm-hmm. we have no microphones right we're sitting on top of each other basically on my dining room table with an ever-changing you know like tablecloth situation mm-hmm. there was a christmas tree before it is so ghetto on a phone He's never going to come on our podcast. So I know, I thought I was going to wanted to say something about this. I think at first, maybe the idea that he was doing a podcast may have given you some hope. Oh, give me hope. I was like, this is it. It's happening. Do you, but I know you're not super familiar with Call Her Daddy, Neither Am I, but I did a little bit of research because mm-hmm. I didn't have a song bio to do. Oh, so yeah, I guess, to, yeah, we should go in order. Yeah. yeah so I want Podcast to, bio. Podcast bio. <laughs> but she just signed a $60 million deal with Spotify. You've got to be kidding I'm not me. kidding you. $60 I... million. Dollars. She is Spotify's number two podcast well, behind only, Joe Rogan. You can only listen to it on Spotify, right? Yes, it's a Spotify okay. exclusive. But really? So it's, number two? It's Joe Rogan, then it's Alex Cooper. Yes. Oh, he's never going to come on. So this, this is not a small potatoes <laughs> podcast, right? Very small potatoes. So, like those little tiny dinner ones. Right? <laughs> <It's us. laughs> like Miley Cyrus has been on the podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. Kiki Palmer has been on the po- podcast. Haley so, Bieber. Haley Bieber. That's yep. the only reason I knew who Alex Cooper was. Haley Bieber dropped the bombshell exactly. that like, I never was with Justin exactly. during the relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's not um, she's not podcasting from uh, live and direct from her See, dining room table. I'm not liking her more just because I'm jealous. Yeah. Whatever, Alex Cooper. Yeah. So Call Her Daddy started out as a two-person pod. Which I just learned six minutes ago. Yeah, it was her and Sophia Franklin. And they Who's were, Sophia Franklin? Just, just a girl on the podcast. They went to college together okay. i think yeah friends um and they started this and it was very much like aimed at women mm-hmm. about it was a lot more raunchy in the early days mm-hmm. a lot more about sex and relationships and mm-hmm. things like that uh, and they were uh run by barstool you're probably familiar oh with, yeah. very familiar with barstool That's yeah interesting. and they were getting paid small i mean bigger more money than than we are well, but nothing everyone. in that not in the millions right mm-hmm. and the podcast continued to grow mm-hmm. And so then they started trying to renegotiate that. Eventually ended up with, there was the falling out kind of over financial issues. Oh, okay. Alex took the deal. Sophia didn't want to take, the, didn't, Sophia didn't want to take. So Sophia split off and has her own podcast now. Oh. Sophia with an F, if you want to look it up. Okay. Um, that's the name of the podcast and also how she spells her name. I mean, did she get compensated for... Yeah, okay, I mean, creatively, like that's her intellectual property. They started it together. I don't know all the ins and outs. Well, don't of... come here with the podcast bio <laughs> yeah. and not have the bio. I, I don't have what the, if we break the contractual. Up? We'll have to split like fifty bucks. Yeah, well, oh, we already did. We already did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was money. like, how do we pay for Christmas? What did I need that one? I needed something. I was like, dude, we gotta cash out. Yeah. <laughs> It was for Christmas yeah. presents, that's right. Yeah. Um, so now it's just uh, Call Her Daddy featuring Alex Cooper, mm-hmm. or with Alex Cooper. And I hate that name. 
Call her daddy? Because it's call her daddy. Mm-hmm. I've read it with mm-hmm. my eyes, but you're calling it call her daddy and so does she. Yeah. She's like, John Mayer, welcome to call her daddy. I'm like, oh, I thought it was called call her daddy. Oh, oh like. Call her, C-A-L-E-R. No, call her daddy. But it's not the way everyone says it. Yeah. And I just don't like it. Oh, whatever. Because I'm me. So anyways, she's been incredibly successful and she's, you know, got other ventures that she's working for. Barstool still gets a cut of her merchandising. Just that, merchandising. Yeah, absolutely. Merchandising. So daddy gang is strong. Yeah, that I hate that. Um, I hate any fan based names. Mm-hmm. I hate it. You're not a Swifty? No. Oh, this is not a Taylor Swift podcast. <laughs> There's no reason to bring Taylor Swift up today. Yes, there is, so that they can check it off on their bingo square. And this is not a Taylor Swift met podcast. Our podcast had bingo squares. It was really popular. We should do that. Like when I mentioned Caden, mm-hmm. when you mentioned your wife, mm-hmm. when I say this is not a Taylor Swift podcast, I'm going to make that. Um, let's talk about Alex as a host then before we get into yeah. it. Uh, like what you thought of how she did. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of conflicting opinions on the internet. Not that this is an Alex Cooper podcast, right. but this is what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Um, would you like to go over? Certainly. I So I knew nothing about her going into this. Same, except for the Hayley I, Bieber thing. I didn't even know that going into it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd seen Call Her Daddy. Thank you. Um, on Spotify, of course, because mm-hmm. they, they promote, promote it, obviously. They spend yeah. a lot of money. So I knew it existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had tried to listen to an episode probably about a year ago. Um, like an old episode just to let, so I knew what yeah. it was and it didn't really catch my attention mm-hmm. and I didn't stick with it. So I listened mm-hmm. to like maybe like five minutes of it while I was on a road trip. Right. Uh, so I was coming in kind of blind and I will say at the top, John Mayer is probably the hardest person to interview. A formidable interview, he's, not opponent. But... No, he's really hard because mm-hmm. he wants to steer the ship. Yeah. He's got a lot to say. Yes. And he's a very, he's, he's so eloquent overwhelming impression of listening to this podcast Mm -hmm. john mayer is an incredibly intelligent person yeah that's clearly on display here um the first time i listened to it there were some things she did that i would have done differently Mm -hmm. and i can point some specific issues but all in all i think she did a great job Mm -hmm. the most important thing in that situation is not like technically the technicalities of interviewing no it's did you make john feel comfortable very casual did you get him to open up Mm -hmm. and did you get an enjoyable conversation out of it right and i think she succeeded on all those fronts yeah i would agree with that now i had seen clips of her because of the Haley bieber interview and then when she interviewed this is horrible i hate to reduce someone to their relationship to a man but i can't think of anything else about her the girl who dated kanye west Oh, Julia Fox. Yes, I saw that. The Uncut Gems thing. Yes, yes. So so that's why I knew Alex Cooper was Again, I didn't know that was from this until afterwards. Mm -hmm. When I was doing some research Research. right now to know know what it was. Yes. Um, So I have my impression of, my limited impression of Alex Cooper not having known her name or anything, Mm -hmm. but... Um, was that, oh, she's so well researched. Mm -hmm. She seems to really know what she's talking about with these people. And I didn't feel like that Mm -hmm. with John. And I'm not saying that you have to be well researched, but I just felt like there were some things. I don't know. Like, I I think she did a good job. Mm -hmm. I think she did a great job. The second time I listened to it, I wasn't as impressed only because if you've watched a thousand interviews of his, Mm -hmm. which he doesn't really do anymore, it's like, oh, this has kind of been covered. Oh, you can literally see him finding a slightly new way to answer it that's similar to his old way. And so that kind of bothered me. But what drove me insane. Mm -hmm. And I saw a lot of comments agreeing with me is when she's like not knowing the names of the song at the end. You don't have to be a super fan. You should host right. your podcast and just live your life. But if you make such a big deal about someone bringing their guitar to sing these songs, it's right. like sing the one with like the thing. And I'm like, oh, girl, no. You could have spent a couple minutes mm-hmm. doing not a whole discography, but like making sure you 
That's off. That's off. So, I thought she did good on that. Made him comfortable. I thought some of her questions were really cool. I wouldn't have thought to ask. Mm-hmm. He even said several times, that's yes. a great question. Yes. That's Which, like the ultimate. If we had him on and he didn't say that, I would never be okay. Because yeah. it's very few times when he does say that, I'm like, ha someone mm-hmm. got him. I think, uh, I don't know about their recording schedule. Mm-hmm. I get the feel, and I could be totally off base here, that this wasn't like a long-term gestating idea. It feels like they had dinner. Yes. And then like she's the like, next day. I'm, I'm, we're off for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come do a holiday special mm-hmm. episode? And he's mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. So that's, the, that's definitely the way it felt. It felt And then very... it went up very quickly afterwards because he's wearing the same sweater and watch mm-hmm. sitting in front of a piano. Talking about like when one of his songs in some random country went number one suddenly. Oh, Indonesia. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is like right. If I ever get around to living, I think was the song. I think so too. It mm-hmm. was just right in this time frame. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I'm editing now. And you could tell by the way. He's like, yeah, that's how you get me on the podcast. You just have to go to dinner with me and be cool. And right. I'm like, well, how am I going to get to dinner with him? Right? I won't be cool. I'll be a disaster. Anyways. And so because of that, I, I give her a pass for not being like super well Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Because if it's like, hey, I met you, we had dinner, and I was like, hey, you're a great conversationalist. Yes. You know, we're, we're, we're having a, a, a good conversation. Mm-hmm. I have a $60 million podcast. Yeah. Come on. You we know? have a $6 podcast. Right, Come yeah. on. So let's start just dissecting some of the takeaways yeah. from discussion that I wrote down. Because you obviously came armed with zero notes per usual because it's all in your brain. Right. Um, I think the mention of his one girlfriend in high school mm-hmm. several times, which we know as quote, end quote, Marie. Right. Uh, was very interesting specifically because we found out that, I mean, just like rocks everyone's world. Mm. Your body is a wonderland is about Marie. We know that. We did? We talked about it on the podcast. We didn't know for sure. We did. He said no, it several times. we didn't times. know for sure. That was an example of his question that was like, yeah, I think this is within the mayor community. This is pretty well-treaded uh, ground. He said that? No. Oh, I'm, you're saying yeah. that. I thought you know that... Your Body is a Wonderland was about his very first girlfriend. Okay, no. I knew it was about a non-famous person. It wasn't about Jennifer Love Hewitt, like everyone mm. thought, and he wrote it when he was 21, but I didn't know it was about Marie, yeah, whose it, name isn't really so, Marie. So there's this really great podcast. It's uh, it's about John Mayer. It's called Mayer Studies. <laughs> and if you go listen to the episode where they talk about Your Body's a Wonderland, <laughs> they did a whole episode on the song. If you go listen to it, the um, the one one of the co-hosts Pure is a clown. musician. Pure that clown. guy talked about it. Did he? In the song bio? Yeah, uh, somewhere in there. Sometimes the co-host doesn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm checking off my notes. All right, well, some people might have been excited about that. Mm. Um, a nice, interesting takeaway to me, and I didn't know this, so mm-hmm. I'd be really embarrassed to feel like we talked about this. I didn't know he didn't graduate from high school. I mean, he did graduate from high school, but that he was um, some credit short, and he had to go in the summer, and that he performed at his graduation, and then had to walk off stage and walk home because... He didn't get to graduate with his friends, mm-hmm. even though just before that, he's like, I didn't have any friends. Right. I'm a little confused about well, that. Well, he was in a band, right? So, you know, you have people around you at that point. I know, but he's like, he's like, I don't, I'm not saying he's lying, I'm, but it's, I didn't have any friends. I kept to myself. I didn't want to be there. I went home. Well, my first girlfriend was in high school, mm-hmm. and then he tells this amazing story I can't wait to get into about how he had anxiety going mm-hmm. out with this beautiful yep. girl. He couldn't said hi to him. I had to leave all my friends on the stage. I'm like, dude, did you have friends or did you not have friends? So he did. Uh, this is the first time I had heard him say, I was starting to reveal myself. He did say that. Yeah. I'm revealing myself as a guitar player. I'm playing in bands. Mm-hmm. So I think... Towards Started that part. to get more social. Yes. I think a lot of times when he's talking about being uncomfortable and shy and awkward in high school, he, mm-hmm. he even referenced here he, about being 13. 
Yeah. Right? So that's, you know, really early. A lot of 13-year-olds yeah. are in eighth grade still. Right. Um, so the, really early on, I can see that. And it's likely that as he was getting towards the end, he was coming yeah. more into himself. Which and... is so interesting because my son is not a guitarist. Mm -hmm. Um, but he is very quiet and mm -hmm. reserved and like suddenly senior year, it's like, no, I'm going to go to everything social. I've never been to a dance, but guess where I'm going? Homecoming. Yep. That's awesome. I'm like, well, I don't understand what's happening, but I'm into it. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's the same thing. So now I feel bad. I was so judgmental. Yeah. So I think the hottest takeaway was that John does not write songs for or about anyone, Lucas, <clears throat> paper doll, and someone may inspire a song and like mm -hmm. start it off, but he doesn't like saying who or anything about it because it takes away from the listener's personal experience. I have more to say, but I'll let you because your face is saying a lot right now. You, so here's the thing, John, John Mayer. Yeah. Can't on the one hand say, oh, I don't write songs about anybody. And then on the other hand say, I have a policy that I'll never tell people who the, so the songs are about. He didn't say I don't write them about anyone. He said I don't write them for or about people, but a person might inspire the song, mm -hmm. like the start of a song. And then it's about an experience or multiple people. Look, I'm going to say it once and I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. John Mayer has never looked me in the eyes and lied to me. So John, I believe him. John Mayer, you can't say you don't write songs about people and then come out and say, we all know this song's about Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. Yeah. So, you know, you understand on this issue, I do. he has, I, I think there's a desire, his mm -hmm. desires to keep it mysterious. Yeah. But he's so into self-disclosure. Yeah. He so wants to get every thought out and mm -hmm. he wants people to know him mm -hmm. that it's really hard for him to do the mysterious thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why he finds himself in conflict. Back and forth. Maybe yeah. he perceives himself as one way, mm -hmm. but the truth is his actual nature mm -hmm. is, yeah, he wants to tell us, yeah, that song was about Jennifer Anderson. That yeah. song was about this person. Yeah. And he's also, we just had a conversation on this podcast literally three minutes ago about how Your Body is a Wonderland <laughs> is about his first girlfriend. So Touché. yes, he writes songs Touché. about people. Shay, I stand by the paper dolls not about Taylor Swift. Anyways, then Did he... you catch this the slight there was a subtle paper doll reference in the podcast? Yes, I did. He said he... I don't remember, but like you have to burn a song. Yeah, exactly. Those are the but exact words. It was like a quote we've already read on this podcast and he's just changing the words. That's what I'm saying is bothering mm -hmm. me. But I'm sure a lot of people who listen to Call Her Daddy are like, I don't ever listen to this guy be interviewed or right. it's a much younger age demographic. Yes. And so I'm, you know, to them, these aren't old questions and old answers. It just felt like, like John was plagiarizing himself sometimes. Uh -huh. Like, I'll just change up the words enough. So right. it's like, I won't get in trouble when I turn in this paper. <laughs> and also, like, you and I and uh, the people who listen to this, we're on the extreme end yes, of, of John Mayer John knowledge, knowledge, right? Yeah. So just because we're probably a bad gauge I agree. for what most I people agree. know about him. Mm -hmm. I, that's why I said I thought she did a good job. Yeah. And I thought anyone else she's interviewed, I'm like, oh my God, she knows so much about them. Because okay. I knew nothing about Haley Bieber or Kelly uh -huh. Fox. But yeah, you're right. I'm just being overly critical. Yeah, I think I've actually grown an appreciation for the job that she did on, on repeated listens. The oh, first li okay. li listen, there was a couple of formal mistakes there where mm -hmm. she kind of, she asked questions. And I think I was going through the same thing. You're asking questions that I don't know the answer to. Yeah. Um, and that like a little bit of cursory research mm -hmm. could have told you the answer exactly. to. Exactly. Um, but then as I got the whole picture mm -hmm. and kind of saw the vibe of what was happening there, mm -hmm. 
she was using the skills that she has as an interviewer, as a podcast host, to try to get a good story out of him yeah. without having the background knowledge that you and I do yeah. going into it. Yeah, and I think that um, when my son started interviewing people and writing for the newspaper, like a lot of times the editor would give him feedback about his articles. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, you have to like spell this out. And mm -hmm. I'm like, but people don't know what baseball is? Like people mm -hmm. never seen a movie? Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, when you read something, it starts at like, you know nothing about this level, right. even though... You should, unless you're like reading ESPN, then they expect you to be at a certain level. Exactly. So if yeah, you're on fan graphs, then you I know. get that. I was just so excited he was being interviewed, you mm -hmm. know, and even though it wasn't us mm -hmm. and it was like new and it was going to be like a long thing that I was you know, looking for some deeper. Dice. It is a long podcast. If you haven't listened so to it, slash watched it yet. oh my God. So I can't wait. I would love to cash in. In the way that she has, like Those I can't. Ads are too long. There was it's three ads in a row. Mm -hmm. She does three ads in a row, and I can't even get mad at it because I would do the same thing if I had that many listeners. I, you and I would have a problem. I, I have to. I have to respect the hustle. And the second time I was able to fast forward through them, but I don't know if it's because I listened to it once before. Like, let me slide. Oh, the I fast forwarded through. Oh, all you of can them. do yeah, that. Yeah, I just okay. hit the plus fifteen seconds button. So, like, do they make less again. money when you do that? I don't know. I'll let you know. Once Don't the do that to us, guys. Once the HelloFresh people reach out, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, so... Um, also, speaking of it, you say about what it sounds like, should we say Caller Daddy? Yeah. It sounded to me like she kept saying HelloFresh. It, no, I agree with you okay, 100%. All right. And then in one of the ads... I was like, that's voice, a dope name. It's HelloFresh. <laughs> Where you get groceries, HelloFresh. Yeah. <laughs> I like, want to open a store called HelloFresh right? so bad. If we get merch someday, it's going to be hashtag HelloFresh. Um, oh, it's going to be hashtag not a Taylor Swift podcast. Come yeah, on. this is true. She, one of the ads is so breathy. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is like totally different. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she just recorded them oh, at different yeah. times. And I was like, that's bothering me. Mm -hmm. Just because I had to listen to it more than once. So mm -hmm. then you get very critical things. Right. So the better help ad where she talks about douchebag boyfriends. I mean, I thought that was, yeah. I don't know if she wrote that or not. But I thought, that, well, that's kind of cute the mm -hmm. way she worded it. But the second time it wasn't cute. I was like, let's move on. Um, although I do believe in therapy and that people should oh, get absolutely. help. So. Good job on that. So um, John segued from I don't write songs about people to mm -hmm. that the part I said about, um, you know, it becomes a song to them. He doesn't want to take away their personal right. experience. I don't want them thinking about the person who they think I'm writing about. Never once have I envisioned Taylor Swift and or Katy Perry when I've listened to one of his songs, but I understand what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And he says he sees the people in the crowd reliving their lives. Mm -hmm. And I have heard him, like, in the last couple of years kind of reference more, oh, people came up to me and said, you know, this happened and that happened. I always call it the soundtrack to my life. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize he got it mm -hmm. at the level that he did until I heard him talk about it. Mm -hmm. I, like, I've heard little mentions where I thought, oh, maybe he gets it. And I just felt, oh, he must really get it now that that's what it is for us, for mm -hmm. a lot of us. Yeah, I, I, I don't ever think that John Mayer doesn't get anything. I think he's, you know, incredibly self-aware. I just feel like he probably can't cook. I feel like I, that's what he can't get. Okay. I don't see him baking cookies successfully. I mean, we bake. I baked cookies. Like you just get the like pre-ready dough and you put it on no, the thing. No, anyone you're good could to do go. that. Yeah. from scratch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, he's he's making a new record. Yeah, he, uh, that was so. Speaking of making a new record, I don't want to like jump ahead. If you're going to say this later, no, you say it now. It's fine. But uh, the idea of him go kind of thinking of it as a job. And Wasn't treating it like nine to five, and so he's not the first person who I've heard that from. Mm -hmm. um, Said he'd go crazy without it. I tell the story all the time. You know, growing up in my group of musicians, the one of us who was most successful, who ended mm -hmm. up going on tour and playing on a bunch of big records and everything. Mm -hmm. um, when we were young, we would spend the summer like you know running around, going to amusement parks, mm -hmm. going to the beach, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. 
for he during the summer he kept his school hours and just locked himself in the basement and practiced. Who? You don't know him. Oh, okay. Fascinating. Yeah, but like that was how he got so much better than everybody. Mm-hmm. That's why he got to the level where he was able. Mm-hmm. To, he was a professional musician for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always like, man, I will. I, I guess I'm not going to be at that level because I don't have that level of discipline. Yeah, you know? yeah. Especially not as a young people in high school. He was already no, doing that, absolutely so. not. Yeah. yeah, and that's uh, I learned uh, something about that when I had to work from home partially mm-hmm. during. The pandemic because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, let's go, let's get to work, and like mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was in the garage doing laundry. No, oh, yeah, and I was like, all right, back to work, and then I'm in the kitchen having some snacks, yeah. and then I'm standing watching TV behind my son. He's like, shouldn't you be working? Oh yeah, it is hard to self. Of course, if you make the kind of money a musician makes, probably not as hard, but yeah. Anyways, so I th- I thought that was really interesting. I'm also surprised he's probably burning an enormous amount of money if he's in the studio every day from nine to five, and he's not. So a record label is not picking up. Right. Tab, right? And normally they would be. Is that correct? Well, they'd be advancing him money to make the record that he would mm-hmm. have to pay back. Mm-hmm. So the artist is always paying for it. It's yeah. just, do you have the money up front to pay for it? But that's why, you know, so many artists have like home studios. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm surprised. And that may actually be the case. I think he, it may be a home studio he that he has does. an engineer come in to his own place, you know. So he's, maybe he's not paying for studio time, just paying for the engineer. I know he has something because I remember during the pandemic he did something. And mm-hmm. Maybe it's not well, a we've seen videos, studio, it's like equipment. Uh, is it Carry Me uh, Carry Me Away? Mm-hmm. The video for that? That that's at his house? That is in a, was clearly a home studio. Oh, well, his dog's there, so mm-hmm. maybe it is his house. So we don't know as much about him as we think. Yeah. So let's get to the part that made we'll me sad. we have to sad. ask him when he's on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay, go ahead. I was like, there's a couple of parts where I was like, this is making Jill sad. I'm so sad. Hmm. I someone DM me like I'm like Jill I want to give him a hug when he said that was the table so I'm fine (laughs) when he said that one of the reasons he sought so aggressively uh, I'm definitely paraphrasing this Mm -hmm. by the way approval of women is because of the way he was brought up and he felt like if someone liked him it was on accident and it wouldn't be for long so he needed to capitalize on it as much as he could yes and he feels so deeply when people did like him which Mm -hmm. was so heartbreaking and I don't think it's appropriate to speculate like we've mentioned before like he talks about his dad a lot and mm-hmm. his mom whatever and I thought Alex did a nice job of she not even said very specifically that. without diving too much into your childhood yeah. but regardless mm-hmm. however that happened I'm that's just that breaks my heart that mm-hmm. breaks my heart for anyone I I didn't love hearing that mm-hmm. and it made me want to give him a hug which is kind of where I'm always at but it's just hard raising kids is hard yes and you, I think more for feeling bad for him, like as a mom, you're like, oh my gosh, what if I ever made someone feel like that or whatever? Oh, yeah. No, I... So you knew that was the part that when I texted you, I was... I oh, bad. yeah. That was one of the parts that I was like, I'm sure you feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. I, You know, like, part of it, I could understand if someone listens to that mm-hmm. and feels like it's spin. Mm-hmm. That it's him trying to recontextualize some uh, other behaviors. That's fair. And and to be fair, I don't necessarily have a problem with the other be- behaviors. I guess I don't mm. know the ins and outs of all the relationships because yeah. I was didn't follow that stuff as closely as you did. Mm. So maybe he was a, 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 a real jerk. But none of us know the ins and outs. I mean, that's the thing that's about true. stories and the news. And I, I don't put a lot of weight in it. I really loved some of the stuff he talked about 
about his per- how he's perceived. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's like the world makes my Facebook status, and yeah. if I don't update it, they you just know they're stuck it. on the old yeah. old one. They mm-hmm. just stay there. That was like because they haven't updated their Wikipedia on me. And yeah. There's so many things in there. It's like it must get so old. Not this is not a diss on Alex. It's get so old. Ask the same questions all the time, mm-hmm. and it being recorded. But go ahead. And the idea of. Uh, when someone, when you get something a little bit wrong, mm-hmm. you want to fix it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've, had, I've, had, I've had some real fights with my wife, right? Some big fights. And she will misinterpret one word mm-hmm. or change one word. And she's quoting it back to me. And I'm like, yeah. that is not we all do that. what I said. Yeah. I've also had people say things that are so wildly untrue mm-hmm. that I'm like... I don't even need to address that. it. Yeah. 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 And he kind of alluded to that. Like, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And how the harder you fight it, the worse, in his case, you, mm-hmm. you can make it. You're trying to eat the machine that, or the, the, the monster, monster that's, that's trying to eat you. you. Yeah. yeah. That just gave me a really weird visual. Um, I did also like the real idea when they're talking about that, like retreat is an option. Yeah, exactly. You know, retreat it is, an, is option. an option. But it's never an option. Someone's like, oh, go retreat. Yeah. I do. I don't want to. We were having this conversation that I probably should have retreated a little bit more in my own personal life here than. We did have a conversation <laughs> where I said, I would have advised you different if you'd called me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not great at retreat. Like, if I feel it's unjust, I'm kind of like you know, digging, my, digging my heels. My dad always said this. I, it's a quote. I quote him, but he's quoting someone else. I don't mm. know where it's from. He would always tell like students and stuff. Um, um, you are who you are when no one's, it's either when no one's looking or mm-hmm. when no one's around. Mm-hmm. And so just anytime something really stupid has happened in the last couple of years in my family, I'll just be like, hey, we know who we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, it doesn't matter if anyone else knows who we are. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's interesting. I'm glad you feel that way. Mm-hmm. He, John was talking about how in the same sort of context, he doesn't need 400,000 people yeah, to like him. Yeah, I have him. that. Yeah, I love he that. He like, you know, needs eight. I I, I'm, I don't have that. I am still no, afflicted with I want everyone to like me. And mm-hmm. no matter how many people like me, it's still not enough. Yeah. Um, and that's clearly something that I need to work on. Yeah. But I thought that was interesting. I was like, that must be a really freeing place to get to. Where he's like, most I'm people sure need- it's not always true. Uh, uh, sure. It's hard to maintain that level of. I couldn't handle being famous mm-hmm. like that. I wouldn't be like, well, I am who I am. I'm like, oh, no, everyone <laughs> needs to like me. Like, if you watch Ted Lasso, I watched a few episodes. I don't have Apple TV, so I saw a couple of them in a hotel room. You can get three months for free. Oh, I need to cancel my subscription. So let me have this talk. Um, and there was this coach in the third season who like kind of goes viral, mm-hmm. and how. He could have a thousand wonderful compliments, and there's mm-hmm. one tweet that's negative, and he just like falls apart. And yeah. I'm like, oh, there's me, but yeah. a man coaching soccer. My wife is the same way. She's always very tentative about social media mm-hmm. because same thing. It could be a thousand to one, but that one will absolutely stick to her. Mm-hmm. That that I, I think I have the skill of that. I can if someone doesn't like me, I can let that roll off yeah. and keep going. But that doesn't mean I don't want more people to like me, right? Sure. I guess I should say that. I don't need everyone to like me. Just I just want a whole lot to like me. Yeah. The ratio has to be higher on he, the one he side. He said most people need like eight, and I have multiples of eight. Right. And, and I'm really grateful for that. And that was really inspired a moment of genero- of uh, not generosity, a moment of <laughs> gratitude for me as well of yeah. like, yeah, you know what? As much as I am that quote. guy who's yeah. always reaching for more, yeah. I am so blessed and so lucky to have the love in my life that I do. And I am super grateful for it. And I want to go back to that because then he always, he talked about how he only needs one more person. Yeah. I have a lot to say about that, but that was not in order. So first we're going to talk about anxiety. Oh yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. A lot of music, 
um, comes from him having anxiety and wanting answers. However, when Alex asked him specifically, or she didn't ask him, she said, oh, like sometimes I think if I break up, I'm going to have mm-hmm. a good episode, blah, blah, blah. Um, he said he's never tried to induce an experience to get a song or get material for a song. Yeah. Which maybe is just something he shared because she said that. But mm-hmm. I read Jessica Simpson's book mm-hmm. having um, watched the newlyweds. Like mm-hmm. it was actual reality. Te- well, that was kind of boring. So it probably was somewhat reality television. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, read her book. That's interesting. She's going to talk about John Mayer. And I own, I don't know, every pair of shoes she's ever made. Oh, okay. And I didn't she- know she made shoes. So embarrassed for you right now. Sorry. Amazing. Clothes too. Oh, okay. But like her shoes is like, it's like a thing. Oh, okay. It's nice. not. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't know about that. I don't know why you don't wear women's shoes. I don't. Um, so she, in the book, said a lot of things about John that were mm-hmm. hard for me to read. Okay. But when she specifically said, and he said he's never read it because someone's like, are going to read it? He's like, I don't need to. I, I lived it. Right. Okay. But so I, I, I just have to imagine someone recapped it for him. It's mm-hmm. on his radar or whatever. She said that he would break up with her to inspire songs and get back together with her and break up again, create a fight for material. And I thought, well, how would you know? Right. You know, like I'm not saying that the relationship was great or he did everything right or she did everything right. She did a lot of finger pointing in that. And one of the things, too, is she kind of was like, oh, he made me so nervous. I drank all the time. Kind of being like, oh, I have this problem with addiction and I'm Mm going to pin it on someone else, which Mm -hmm. is like the complete opposite of dealing with addiction and the like policies of Alcoholics Anonymous. So I had some issues with some of the book, but I just want her to be healthy and happy. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I wonder if he said that as a so pointedly, so specifically, oh, well, glad you brought that up, Alex. I have never broken up with someone over and over again on purpose to inspire music. And honest, honestly, I can't imagine somebody doing that. No. You're putting yourself through hell. Yeah. I I have a lot of songwriters in my life. Mm -hmm. There's not a one of them that I could imagine would purposely induce that level of emotional pain. Yeah. Now, I do also understand that some people do create better from a place of pain. Yeah. And I I know people who are in really happy, healthy, functioning Mm. relationships Mm. who still write songs about terrible relationships. And they're not writing about their current relationship. Right. But they still have the pain from previous ones. Perhaps they're writing about more than one person. Yeah, they could. Mm, They also don't give interviews and then say that they wrote about them. Um, So that, and and there's a famous Tennessee Williams story. Are you familiar with with Tennessee Williams? He's a writer? Yeah, he's a playwright. Yeah. And he, once he got famous, he felt like he couldn't write anymore. Mm -hmm. And so he kept like a shack in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And he would go there where nobody knew him. And he had just the bare necessities and he would stay there for months and just write because he couldn't write when he had comfort. Interesting. So I understand that some creative people mm-hmm. feel like they need to create from a p- place of pain. And I'm sure pain. some people self-sabotage subconsciously. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. To do it. Yeah. But the idea of like, yeah, I'm really happy right now. I'm going to go break up with this person who is bringing me joy and happiness mm-hmm. so that I can write a song just mm-hmm. feels... I was incredibly unhealthy, so. Right. I'm glad you recognize that. Because sometimes I'm like, that's unhealthy. I don't love that for you. Yeah. Um, So in talking about his anxiety, he said that he would give up the songs. Yeah. That's such a powerful statement that he would give up those songs if he could have managed to not have gone through the anxiety that helped inspire or cause the song, which is, is... I don't think there's anyone who... Like, even you just said, like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't get anxiety like you, but yeah. da, 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 this happened. Right. Like, you can't just you can't just breeze through life and never feel some... Everyone's dealing with some sort of mental thing, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm a doctor, so... And, well, and even if it's not anxiety, like I said, no. anxiety isn't really my thing, but yeah. I've had those things yeah. where I would absolutely give up 
anything mm-hmm. to get away from this feeling. Pain, you yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, or depression, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So that part, I, I totally b- believe, especially when he starts out saying, like, my songs are the most important thing to me, right? He yes. Says, I value my songs However, the most. And he says, to avoid this. I would give up the most important mm-hmm. thing in my life to a, that was so painful and mm. so awful. That's really telling. Right? Yeah. And if you've experienced it, oh my God, it is hell. And I don't even think I've experienced it on the level mm. that he is necessarily. But And there's this cognitive dissonance for somebody like me because I look dissonance. at him and I think he's so confident. Calm. And, oh, yeah, very calm. Like he doesn't bounce centered. his leg. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't like fidget ever. And when he talks, everything is like, He's very measured, and mm-hmm. he's taken his time, and he's thought about it. He's not like me, who's like, oh, uh, hey. Yeah. I, I noticed that about both of them. Like, oh, they talk a lot slower than us. Yeah. Although Alex eventually gets kind of mm-hmm. rapid with her speaking, so then I felt a little bit better. But so, that just goes to show you don't always know what's going on in somebody's life. Exactly, somebody's which is what world. I always say. That's true. So he said his first three records were about managing anxiety, that why Georgia is mm-hmm. – I wouldn't have got that from mm-hmm. the song, and not myself, and that these are all songs about – like, why am I here? Yeah. What, what Should I be here? What's happening? And I that just blew me away. Never have I looked at the songs and been like, oh, I'm going to tell Lucas during the podcast. I think this is about anxiety. Right. But now I think they're all about anxiety. Well, we have on the podcast talked about the fact that he asks a lot of questions in his songs. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And that questioning, he kind of alluded to the fact that that questioning comes from when you have that anxiety. You start looking, okay, what is going on? Mm-hmm. What's happening in my body? What's happening in my life? And you, that kind of turns that introspective light on. Yeah. And you start asking those questions like, am I living it right? You know? Yeah. Um, so now we need to talk about the panic attack date story. Yeah. I felt it's so relatable. Especially so if you're relatable. Me. Who hasn't now even like again, I anxiety isn't really a thing that I'm afflicted with, mm-hmm. but I've had other uh, afflictions. Yeah. One that I just recently finally got over that would like I really would want to do something socially and my body would say no yeah. and would sabotage it. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm so looking forward to this thing. Mm-hmm. I really want to do this thing and mm-hmm. my body is just like nope. We're not going. Nope, it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. And just like that, that is just like the ultimate defeat mm-hmm. of I worked so hard to get this opportunity. Yeah. Here's the opportunity and I should be able to thrive here instead. Can't enjoy Take it. Take me back home. Sorry. Yeah. I think we've all done that. That's like those memes about making plans and then mm-hmm. the night of being like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, two days ago, me, what was she thinking? <laughs> I think that every year when I unpack my Christmas decorations, I'm mm-hmm. like, what was last year's job thinking? When oh, she gosh. Did this? But I just want to get it over with so I do a terrible job. Oh. So um, everyone who's listened to this podcast is probably already heard the story but he was going on a date with this beautiful girl in high school who we just couldn't believe he was going with he didn't drive till he was out of high school shout out to myself oh god i didn't get my license my license wasn't even provisional because i didn't get it till i was 18 so i was like you have a really? real license you yeah 18 I don't, uh-huh. didn't, weren't you driving the first time i met you no i was going i was getting dressed for work uh-huh. and i was in I had a car had before I had a license. Civic, so my right? dad was, I probably had my permit and my dad was probably going to pee in the passenger. Oh, I'd drive to oh, work and then okay. he'd drive home. So you knew me and I knew how to drive, but I didn't get my license until August when I was 18 Got after it. I graduated wow. high school because I was just not Slow here bloomer. for. Well, my sister was in a really terrible car accident. Mm. And they had to use the jaws of life to get her out. Oh and I was like, God. never doing that again. Yeah. This Again, I've never done it before. I was like, well, I'm not interested in that. Right. I'll have everyone else drive me around. And then I got a son who feels very much the same. Aww. Although he has his license. He's just not interested in using it. Anyway, 
So I was like, oh, how funny. John and I have that in common. And this isn't a Jill is meant for John, Jill crush on John thing. Because I have, I have a very controversial statement about my crush on John that oh, I'm saving okay. for the end. Okay. But Can't wait. Him being like, I was so nervous. I had a panic attack. We got there before I could get out of the car. I was like, can you drive me home? I mean, a poor guy getting driven on the date. Because, like, my stomach's upset. And he wanted to just, like, avoid situations where he felt like that. And I have literally multiple doctors who Mm -hmm. currently can't figure out if something's actually wrong with my Mm. stomach. Or my anxiety so bad that it makes something happen to me. It's like a chicken, egg, what came first thing. And I'm in this, I'm out of it now a little bit. But this horrible cycle. And I've just... I can't tell you what it did to me to have someone so attractive, successful, who I care so much about, literally say the exact same thing that happens to me. And nothing has made me feel good about this. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a horrible situation to be in, and I'm so tired of it, and you feel so down on yourself. Like, I can't believe I can't control this better. Like you just said, I'm so excited for something. Well, I know I'm going to get sick, because with excitement, it's going to come some anxiety. And I just was like, paused it, and I had to take a moment. Like, thank you so much for telling that. It's not an embarrassing story. But a vulnerable story. It is story. a vulnerable story. Absolutely. Yeah, that did so much for me. I don't know if it helped anybody else. It makes but... them human and not superhuman, you know? Right? Yeah. It was just so cute. Do you have anything you want to say about that before I move on? No, go for it. I guess you it. just said it. Yeah. Um, so a quote I saw thrown around a lot is, your reality is stronger than their ability to distort it, which mm-hmm. we already kind of talked about that, though. He mentioned that he has an issue with intellectual control in a relationship. Yeah, I didn't fully understand what he was getting at there. He said he's willing to cop to some control issues, but only intellectually. He, I don't feel like he really fleshed out what he meant. I would have that. asked a lot of follow-up questions. Yeah. And I don't know if they had a deal on follow-up questions. or I mean, there's just something she could have asked she didn't, which mm-hmm. I would imagine John Meredith doesn't go in an interview like, hey, ask whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and there was obvious cuts, too. Yes. It wasn't like it was just straight. So. It's clearly not a full conversation. No. Just edits. Also, edits, Alex yeah. Cooper does all the video editing and all the editing herself. I did see that in her story, because mm-hmm. we followed her from our account. Oh, okay, nice. And she was like, oh, I'm editing this. So I'm, I'm like, what, girl? You're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to be more heart overhead mm-hmm. and you know, looks forward to a time when he gets in arguments with a significant other. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I do do that. And but he said something so funny, like conflict resolution. There's nothing is, hotter than he conflict is resolution. For conflict yeah. resolution, that's what he said. <laughs> I, I hate conflict, so I love conflict resolution. Yeah. But um, I didn't know what he meant by that either. But I do know not to make this a Jessica Simpson podcast. But she referenced that conversation to her, mm-hmm. and she had a reputation at the time for being incredibly ditzy because this is post. Because that was the show, the reality show. Yeah, the show definitely played it, that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, and so she said she always felt like she was in a contest or a competition mm-hmm. having conversations with him, would have people proofread her texts. Mm-hmm. Um, that's her and how right. she feels. But I thought maybe it's a little bit of that. I mean, he is so hyper smart that I would feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I would do it talking to him. I feel like, is he going to say a word I don't understand? Is oh, he going to think yeah. I'm dumb? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what he meant. Like if he tries to flex how smart he is I didn't I didn't take that I can't at really all. figure it out or yeah. that he can manipulate people he can make them like him because the celebrity and being so smart it's hard to figure it out yeah I, I mean I, I didn't interpret it in any of those ways mm-hmm. but I, again when you're unclear with something you kind of leave it open for yeah interpretation. there just really should have been some follow up question yeah. on that I think um, he mentioned uh, that he doesn't drink yeah, six years now. Yeah, I don't drink. I don't know for how many years. You didn't drink for several years. Yeah. Um, and he said, I thought it was interesting. You have to be honest and express yourself because you can't mask it with mm-hmm. the drinking. 
Yeah, that's always something that I'm grateful for is that I developed all of those social skills being completely sober. Yes. Because like, I had to, yes. right? Because yes. I wasn't drinking. I didn't drink. So that mm -hmm. wasn't an option for mm -hmm. me. So I had to get to the place where I will do anything and say anything yeah. to anyone mm -hmm. and do it totally sober. Comfortably. Not that I'll do anything. I, that's, but no, anything I that I'm mean. willing to do. Yeah. I, 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 I don't need liquid exactly, courage. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I don't need some extra thing to do it because I've had to do it so much of my life without it. And I have never liked alcohol, mm -hmm. even when I was drinking. Um because it tastes disgusting. Except for Midori Sours. Those are so good. Um, and margaritas, those are good too. I've literally never heard anyone ever order a Midori Sour. I, I only my, know about it from you. I mean, my daughter, I bought her her first drink and it was a Midori Sour. And I was so excited. She straight up almost spit it out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why'd you buy her like a margarita or a daiquiri? I'm like, you know what? Just don't mind your biz. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really popular drink at the time. Um, and I didn't ever drink stuff because I have like a... A story in history with alcoholism, mm -hmm. not me, where I've just seen other people and thought, this isn't for me. And I right. knew someone who died by a drunk driver and just all these feelings about it that I didn't realize shaped my feelings towards it. Yes. And I would use it, though, mm -hmm. as a crutch or an excuse. Because mm. if I wanted to do something crazy or talk to a guy or do whatever, but, oh, I was drinking. Even mm. though what I was drinking was, like, half a Midori Sour that right. I sat down at the bar, like, 30 minutes later. And so I can appreciate that because I was like, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that anymore. If I want to do something, I'll do it. And if yeah. I don't, I won't. Like, I'm a grown-up. Yeah, I, th I think that's, that's really important. And I actually, mm -hmm. when I talk to people about, like, oh, how do I get better at, like, talking to people and being mm -hmm. social and everything, mm -hmm. I always encourage them, first thing you do is stop drinking. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It's like you. I'm, I'm not anti-drinking, obviously, at no. because I do. Yeah. Um, but... I'm not anti either. It's just not for me. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you're, when you're trying to develop those social skills, I find alcohol actually inhibits them. Yes. And because you're less in control, you're more instinctive and mm -hmm. less like thinking about it and... Uh, and actually, when you're trying to develop a school, skill, you want to think about it. Yeah. So it's also why I don't drink when I play drums because no. I need also coordination and also, yeah, yeah to be as, as sharp as possible. Well, I think everyone has a certain level of social anxiety, so it's nice to have something that helps you through it. But mm -hmm. um, my last takeaway is that John would rather not have a five-hour dinner date. Yeah. I have never been on a five-hour dinner date. I mean, well, I've been on a five, like, the dinner was a five-hour. Right. So like recently, recently after a, after a show, mm -hmm. um, we uh, we played at a casino, mm -hmm. and the owner of the casino or the CEO oh, you of the did casino have a long dinner. That's right. Uh, came up to us afterwards and he was just like, "You guys did so great. Dinner's on me." Mm -hmm. So we went to their. It was the fanciest restaurant I've ever been to, mm -hmm. and I'm not a fancy guy, right? I, I, this is I'm not from money. I don't yeah. eat it like. Five-star restaurants I and stuff like that. I think you're fancy, but I got you. But, like, there was so much food coming, mm -hmm. and there was so much time in between courses. Like, I didn't even stay till the end, and yeah. I was there for, like, two and a half hours. Yeah. So, like, when so you... So, you've been on a five-hour dinner date. Yeah. So, like, when, <laughs> when the, you know, the, the, the wine is flowing, and it's like, mm -hmm. okay, so here's, like, the hors d'oeuvres, and then here's, like, the appetizer, and then here's the soup and salad course, and yeah. then here's, you know... Yeah, I... That just takes a long time to eat that much food. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm not interested in that at all, especially with my anxiety stomach issue. Oh, yeah. So he's like, I just want a girl to be like, I'm going to come over to your house for like an hour and a half. I just need the Wi-Fi code. Talk to me if you want to talk. I mean, I think that's a really weird thing to say to somebody. I'll eat one of your yogurts. Yeah. I was like, oh, if you said cookie, then it would be perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and I can appreciate that because mm -hmm. I am very like, no, we've had enough time together now <laughs> with almost everybody right? but my kid. <laughs> he, he just wants that level of comfort. 
That's I what know. he's describing. Let's, mm, give him a hug again. He's he's descri- describing a level of comfort that's not performative. Yeah. That's not, I have to show you how popular I am, how right. famous I am, how much money I have. Or the other person putting on the, fr- the free trial, as yeah, they call it. Exactly. Like my Apple TV free trial. There you go. <laughs> and just that, that level of comfort of here is me just kind of existing, mm-hmm. you just kind of existing, and mm-hmm. also that being enough. Right, right. You know? Yeah, I think that's what we all want. Just to be around somebody Mm -hmm. and us exist together. Mm -hmm. We don't have to entertain each other. Yeah. We don't have to put on a show. We don't Mm -hmm. have to pretend. Mm -hmm. Let's just exist. And if if that's something that we want to do together, then great. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I'm totally there on that. Um, We're running a little bit more lower on time than I expected at this Mm -hmm. point. So I'm going to segue for a minute. Oh, no, we do have to discuss him singing. I just felt awkward. It was it was just uh, him like it's like if he was at a party in his living room. Yeah, yeah. he's at a but party because he wasn't. It was just one other person across right. from him who had to put headphones on to properly hear. And it. he didn't remember the lyrics to his song. He does that a lot of times. Yes. <laughs> and he totally changed up the vocal lines to uh, slow dancing in Thank the burning you. room. Thank you. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I, did, I didn't even listen to that part a second time. Mm-hmm. Although I would have killed to have been her. Mm-hmm. But I also would feel awkward if it was just me and John in a room and he was singing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to articulate why. Because obviously that's the dream. Right. But it is awkward. Like I'm I just need other people there for some reason. <laughs> that happens to me a lot where somebody's like, Here, let me show you the song that I just wrote. And you're you know? just like staring at them and they're like, Yeah, like at you do I look down? at you? Do I look at your hands? Do I look at you know, like yeah, it, it can it can definitely be an awkward thing, especially if it's yeah. someone that you don't know that well. Yeah, and no, I, I don't. Take you don't want to be the ado- the adoring fanboy who's just like, oh yeah, John, right? Right, that is a lot there. I'm yeah. not crazy about that. So, did you feel like John was being sings the quiet songs or turns the ladies on in this interview, or neither? Do you think John was just being John? I'm supposed to ask poll. you that question. So. I know, but I'm worried about time, so I'm just <laughs> <laughs> moving it along. Um. Because I usually format my answer while you're giving yours. Oh, I'll give you the, I'll okay. give you the internet. Okay. So uh, 41% said quiet song. 59% turns the ladies on. Mm-hmm. One DM. He was singing the quiet songs while accidentally turning the ladies on at the same time. And yeah. I think neither. I don't think any of his questions were in an effort to impress anyone except for when he told Alex she could get any guy she wants because being right. a famous guy I was like don't flirt with people in front of me John I loved that that is such a great quote being a famous guy is like, like being, being a hot girl that is yeah that's fine but mm-hmm. I didn't you know I don't need him telling Alex she could get any guy I mean she's she's so cute she's very attractive yeah. she's obviously great socially yeah she's got money she's kind of a catch yeah mm-hmm. she's all what kind of what do you look for in a girl what's so your type we have more successful makes more money than you I was yeah. like, are there people who make more money than him Probably. Yeah, probably. I'm sure. Um, he, didn't he just go out on a date with like the, the woman no. who like owns a record label or something like that? No, they weren't on a date. They I were know, at a party. Um, so, oh, now before I go to feedback mm-hmm. from people, ask me the... You know, like I... So let me answer this. I hate the split. I've always hated the split. What do you mean the split? That it's part quiet song and half turn the ladies on. Oh, well, that bothers me in songs, but in this I understood because it was kind of a dumb question. I, I think that he was being the one who sings the quiet songs, mm-hmm. but I think he's so good at it at this yeah. point in his life Can't that that it. also turns the ladies on. Yeah. I, did, I didn't feel like he was that's purposely aiming for it. Yeah. No. But it was definitely there. Yeah. There are people who are going to listen to that and be like... You know, like she even said, so many people are going to be DMing, DMing you, you for the Wi-Fi password. Yeah, I know. saw so many stories about that. I was like, okay, guys, hilarious. Yeah. Okay, now ask me the other question. Okay, Jill, feedback. how much did this interview podcast 
make you love John Mayer? Like, I'm gonna Is go... this the controversial one that you've been waiting for? Yes. Oh! Well, no, the answer to this question isn't controversial. Oh, okay. It's, I'm gonna, like, a four out of five. Okay. I think sometimes... I don't want to say he talks in circles. Mm-hmm. Some answers were long. Mm-hmm. Some questions weren't answered. Mm-hmm. But she would ask him a very direct question. And he question. would answer a different question. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's... Or she would ask a question and he would ask her, do you mean to say this question? Yes. And then answer that one, you know? Yes. And as someone who plans to interview him someday, I like to have my questions answered and I'm not afraid to be like, that's awesome. But you, like, I'm the worst person when we interview people at my work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you so much for that. You didn't answer the question, though. Let me tell you it again. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not here for side stories. Mm-hmm. So... There are some things in there, but I also think, like you said, there was little preparation. Hey, let's just do this. And he's probably like, oh gosh, I've, there's so many minefields for anyone being interviewed that's, you know, people care about the answers. Mm-hmm. So I, the controversial thing I want to say is somehow in the last couple weeks, I don't know if it's because of the vortex or mm-hmm. what, it's like my crush is not as strong. Oh, okay. Also, I had this happen when I did the 4D podcast. I started to not like watching New Girl mm. because I couldn't just like watch it for right. fun or whatever order. And I still listen to John Mayer like all day at work. Like that hasn't changed. But, and I mean, like if he called me and asked me out, I would say yes. Like, mm-hmm. let me clarify. They're just something different. I okay. don't, I can't put my finger on it. I'm sure everyone's excited to hear this and is fascinated to hear me flesh it out someday, but... I don't know. We'll see if it's temporary, if it's vortex, or mm-hmm. if it's permanent. All right. I still love him. Yeah, of course. But maybe I just realized, like, I'm a grown-up, and mm-hmm. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. So probs, I shouldn't spend so much time having a crush on him. Yeah. Like, this isn't the 90s, and he's not a New Kids on the Block. Maybe you updated your Wikipedia page on him. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let me hit some feedback real quick before we run out of time. Okay. I feel a lot of pressure because... While you're looking that up, let me just say that this was a 5 out of 5 for me. Yeah, I love how I'm not asking you the questions because yeah. I'm so worried about time. I didn't yeah. ask you if you loved him. It was a 5 out of 5. Not even like a 4.5. No, it was That every, means everything he said. This you were was like nodding your head. You I were aspire into. To be. You like want to be friends with him. Yeah. I, the comfort, the like comfort in his own skin, mm-hmm. the self-assuredness, but also like self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that I very much would love to be myself. Well, she said that too. She said that dinner, like they were like having a debate. He's so like self-assured, mm-hmm. but it just, I, I do think in a lot of ways she put her finger on a lot of things she did. about his personality. She's not a stupid person. Like, Where he said, he said, that is so true that I can't even spin it. He's like, that's yeah. so, some things are so true that you just get, can't yeah. say anything about it. So I just want to point out that Vanessa underscore Valeska said that um, maybe Jill was right and Paper mm-hmm. Doll wasn't about Taylor Swift. Ha <laughs> ha. Mm. And she wanted us to do an episode named Revisiting Mare Songs, which we didn't name this, but mm. we did revisit a few things. And I also want to say that someone who's never commented before at the Jeff Swope just wrote, they smashed. And I was just waiting for it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, no one can see a video of him on Current Mood or mm-hmm. anything with a girl mm-hmm. and not make that comment, which just drove home the whole, he can't control the narrative. He right. can't. And also, I don't need that negativity in my life <laughs> at the Jeff Swope. I didn't say my crush was completely gone. Um oh. At Sylvia SJD said she's very happy. Talked about anxiety. She struggles with the same thing. It's nice to know I'm not alone. A hundred percent. At Vandy Pair underscore, get ready to laugh, everybody. Is the Wi-Fi code still your birthday? Nice. I mean, at Vandy Pair underscore. That's well done. High five. 
And she also, oh, I'm sorry, he or she pointed out retreat is an option in quotes is something they liked. Yeah. And then lastly, Vanessa underscore Valeska. And so many of you are here, and I'm so sorry I can't read this all because we babbled too much in the beginning about, I don't remember what we are talking about, but it wasn't this. Says that image, naked playing guitar. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about that. You have to talk. Does Lucas do the same? He plays drums. Yeah, <laughs> drumming drumming naked is not like a thing That's that so people gross. do. Yeah, I hope not. No, I've never played drums naked. Although a friend of mine, a musician friend of mine, has recorded naked. Really, so, yeah. Ben? No. Uh, who? I'm not going to tell you, but I'll tell you, you off air. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's probably Ben then. You just can't tell me. Um, so we're literally getting the warning on time. I just want to say that I, I read every single one of your DMs and comments, and I was literally going to share every single one. So I am sorry about that. And instead, you just We've got three talk. minutes. Um, no, because I need to do my discussion question. Oh, okay. Came with one. Oh, yes. I need to make it about me. Sorry, guys. Let's go. How do we get John Mayer on our podcast? I, I mean it for real now. Yeah, well, the way that... We have almost 2,000 followers. The way that Alex did it was to know Cassie David. I just don't see Cassie David wanting to be friends with me. Alex I don't is from New York. I don't think we have a vibe. She, like, grew up in New York. I grew so up in Colton. Cassie's from New York. So I have to be from New York? Probably. I need actual helpful suggestions. You telling me all the things I'm not? We've got to get to dinner with him. I can't afford to eat dinner where he has dinner, probably. He'll pick up the check. <laughs> we're just like at the table next to it. We keep right. scooting closer. Uh, we're going to have to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Well, that's where I'm going to call on our friends who are listening. Mm-hmm. If you have any sort of connection, which I'm sure you don't, because you would have used it for yourself at this point. Yep. Or a clever idea. Let us know, because now that he has done a podcast, not mm-hmm. that he hasn't done it before, because I've heard him on other podcasts, right. but like recently, mm-hmm. I just, I can't now. I can't rest. This podcast can never end until we interview him. You know what we got to do? We just got to keep building the brand, Jill. We got we to keep putting By out good content. not yes. no explanation. <laughs> we got to keep putting out good, good, we good content. We got so many Instagram followers in our, our silence that uh-huh. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like... Should it, I try less? It gave them a chance to catch up, right? Some right. of our friends You're are an episode or so behind. Now they have the opportunity <laughs> to catch up over the break. So we'll see you next week where we're discussing... New Deep. Was that your choice? Yes, yeah, my choice. Interesting. And then whose turn is it there? Then it's your turn. Oh, then it's my turn. Right. I don't even remember how to do the podcast anymore. Right? <laughs> the Vortex got you. Like when I went to work on Tuesday, I'm like, I don't know what I do here. Oh my God, same. <laughs> I don't remember my password. Okay, so we hope you're having a good new year. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. You don't need to go to, you should go to our Instagram at Mayor Studies, but you don't need to comment on New Deep because we we're supposed to do it so many weeks ago. I already have, you already have all the comments yeah. all ready to go. <laughs> we'll actually read those next week. But you can follow the post and then comment on this post. Yes. Tell us what you think of our one. podcast about a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. All right. Thank you guys. See ya. Call me daddy. <laughs>